welcome to the Double Post Podcast. I'm Reese. I'm Charlie, and we're sad. We're sad. We're very sad. The Timbers I'm, lost. I'm Club sad America. and I'm mad. Yeah, Reese is very angry. I just hope you all know, like, he has toned it down so much. Even <laughs> in the last 10 seconds, it is unbelievable. Uh, I had a stretch. Well, there were some frustrating things about that game. I think we can all agree. Um, and whether or not I took my anger out on Charlie's wall is... Um, is, is we might not be getting our security deposit back. <laughs> we'll just say that much. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll leave it at that. I haven't seen the damage yet, but it's okay. Um, we all saw the damage of losing to Club America <laughs> in pretty much the most CONCACAF fashion possible, um, I, mean, I think it's safe yeah. to say. It's 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 hard to say that that wasn't a champion a CONCACAF Champions League game. Was, <laughs> yeah, was pretty much all of the pieces we expect from a CONCACAF Champions League game. Yep. We're in that one, so. Yeah, I mean... I don't really know. Do you want to just dive in? I want to dive in. I want to get this over. Okay, so, so anyway, starting eleven is what we expected, right? Yeah, it, pretty much what we said. Tui Loma um, in for Tui uh, on the bench. In um, yeah, Aspria starting. I Blanco mean, was, still hurt. It was pretty much exactly what we expected. Exactly what we predicted last time. Please um, raise your hand. Oh my bad. I mean, sorry uh, yeah. about that. That's alright. Um, I'll, I'll just close. And this. we did. I mean, we don't need to watch the press conference. Yeah, we're, we're the press conference. It's, it's not going to tell us anything you don't already know. If Gio goes off with the refs, that'll be it. But he won't do that. I don't think so. Gio will. I okay, mean, here here's the thing. Like after that penalty, and when we all thought the match was over for the first time, um, I was in the camp of like just beat somebody up. Like, at this rate, if you're that angry at the referee and he's made that bad of a decision, remember, this is before the the Mora incident, um, you know, just do something crazy. Get a red card. Get a bunch of red cards. <laughs> it's funny. We're probably not going to be back in this competition for a while. So, if we're being honest. To quote Jim Bregman, show some of that Latino temperament. <laughs> oh, God. That was bad. That was not great. That, that, that was really bad. That was, that was really unfortunate for Jim. Um and Di Maria, most and of all. It was unfortunate for Di Maria, but Jim. All mean, Latino people. That's, I mean, you're on television. You can't, you, I mean, it's, it's just like, it's just blatantly racist. I mean, you just can't be saying something like that. Like, I I believe that you didn't mean to be offensive with it, but if any, if any of you don't know what we're talking about, uh, the PSG. Yeah, um, just Google it. Just yeah, just, just, just Google, Google Jim Braglin incident. I mean, um, bad, bad, bad moment of commentating right there. Not pretty... Just a bad moment. So, I mean, um, where were we? Oh, 11s. Um, <laughs> Vinyas started up top for Club America, who is obviously their like, third-choice striker behind Martinez and Martin. Would, Martin you would, came you on wouldn't know it, though, what, by, uh, by, wouldn't watching, know it. <laughs> by watching the game today. Um, it's funny, because we talk about the Timbers' depth. You know, That was the main storyline heading into this year. Is, oh, we're so deep. We're so deep. <laughs> like, even though everybody's injured, we'll be fine. Um, but no, like seriously, like the, that's kind of what we want from our three strikers, right? Is that sort of depth. Although at the moment, it didn't doesn't look like we have any capable strikers. Yeah, but. no, at the moment, it's looking like we... Ha- not only do we not have f- three strikers deep, we don't have any strikers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, Mora bottled a couple chances in the second half. One of them was offside, anyways. But I still, mean, I mean, that's always a bad look when look, you can't. Put, I mean, put that away for Mora. I mean, we saw a little bit of what Mora is good at: is getting the ball, distributing, turning. You know, receiving the ball at feet and turning it into something. We saw a little bit of that, but what we didn't see in the second half. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. we didn't see is literally anything else from him. <laughs> we saw nothing else. I mean, we saw that. Which we know more is good. Which at. like good on Club America for taking him out of the game, but at the same time, yeah, okay, I mean, I mean yeah, we're the ones chasing a goal. We're the ones who need to like. Let's 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 big picture this. We lost three to one. We played Club America. They were the better team. I mean, as much as, can, as much as we can complain about all of the all of the little pieces of the game, and we will complain. Don't worry. I I have lots of <laughs> complaining to do. Um. They were the better team. They deserved to win. Yeah. They outplayed us. I mean, it's yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. Here. I mean, yeah. they were the be- they were the better team. They deserved to win. So I mean, yes, there were some things that were unlucky. Some things didn't go our way. That said, if you look at the if you look at everything that happened, they were certainly the better team. We really can't complain about losing this one. Yeah. I mean, they just outplayed us. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, um, 
where I, I don't know where um sorry i don't i don't know where my correct stats disappeared to but um anyways they had twice as many shots as us uh basically twice as many on goal it says we have five shots on goal i don't i can't think of like i can't remember i can't remember five shots on goal i can remember diego charas i can remember i mean if you count mora dribbling it into ochoa's hands that counts as one <laughs> Uh, with the not, penalty, I'm, not, I'm I'm sure they're counting that because I don't, I don't know. I'm up to I don't three. Know I don't know. Jimmy Chara had a had a long range shot, and okay, okay, I can see how we get to five. But my point is, we were severely outplayed in this game, yeah. and let's be honest, we always knew we were going to get outplayed in this game. It was more so a question of can we turn our half the, chances the into crazy goals. The key was like we wanted to play like we did in the first leg, where maybe we weren't the best for the entire ninety, but we we played solid defense. We played with a lot of energy, and we made the we hustled hard and we created our chances by working hard and um, we made the most of them. And that's what we did in the first leg, and we knew that the second leg was going to be a grind and that we were going to have to go out and do that. Um, and that just really wasn't what we saw. I mean. No. Again, I mean, I look, I'm proud of the team to get as far as we did. I think we did well in the Champions League this season, but this game was disappointing. I mean, there's no there's no way else to paint it. I mean, yeah. To say that to say that this was as good as we could have hoped for is just not true because I mean, I don't know about you, but I I I knew it was going to be tough, but I had higher expectations for us. I I had higher hopes for us at least. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair you to know, say. I mean, I mean, it's more so just in the way it happened that was so yeah. disappointing, I feel like. Hey, put that back. <laughs> um, like, the the Suarez goal, obviously, was just, goal was, just BS. Was, was, I mean, let's be honest. That's, that's a real MLS-type goal. Like, you don't, you don't <laughs> that see really that sport is, a lot. That really is. The, the cutting back just, onto your favorite foot. And which, then by the way, the by the way. Can nobody read the scouting report on Suarez? Like, can, <laughs> dude's got one move, and it is yeah, to cut inside. It's, it's funny because it's like you look at players. Like, I remember, like, I was playing in a game last week, and somebody was like, "Hey, he's good. put him on his right. He can't go left." And I was like, "Damn, they really got me figured out." Because because they're right, I can't go left. <laughs> so, but it's like when you're up against a professional player and you're doing professional level scouting, and it's the same thing. Yeah. Like if the people I'm playing futsal against can can figure can figure me out, you should be able to figure out Suarez, who's on the same deal. I mean, it's, he goes on to his left every time. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think Bravo got a bad shake with the penalty, and I, yeah. I think he was All right, let's, let's, not should as we, bad. Should we break? Should we break down the game piece by piece? And then, yeah, I guess. Uh, wow. What even happened in the first half? <laughs> I, I can't even remember. Right uh, now. The first half was was very disappointing. Slow. Um, yeah, and first slow. of all, we had nothing going for us in the first half. Um, offensively, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, we didn't I'm have a single, no, I remember, I wrote this down, we didn't have a single shot on target. We didn't have a first shot on target. Half. We no. barely even had, we had, we had one shot the entire first half, I think, I think we only had one shot, yeah. and it was off target, um, yeah, yeah, Mora missed that. We did an okay job of working from the, from the, from the back third to the middle third, I think we did an okay job of that. I think that is probably about as far as I can go complimenting our play in the first half. From the I mean, middle yeah, third like to the we final were... third, it was terrible. The final third was terrible. I mean, yeah. we, we really just couldn't get anything going offensively. And defensively, I mean, while we weren't terrible, technically, we did not look, we, did, we didn't look good defensively. No. I mean, the fact that they, did, they only they scored one goal, I mean, it wasn't because we were playing great defense and they just got lucky. I mean, we just we really weren't playing very good defense. They had a number of times where they had good chances, and a number of times where they could have had good chances and and didn't end up getting a good look just because of sloppy play in the final third. I mean, we really didn't look very good defensively either. Yeah. On the offensive transition, I think it's safe to say somebody on Twitter said this, and I really have to start like saving or bookmarking these tweets because yeah, I'm just straight up stealing content from these people <laughs> at this point. But somebody said this is the lowest block we've seen from the Timbers in a long time, and I mean defensively, yeah, uh, yeah it's hard to yeah it's hard to argue with that. I mean, we were playing really really deep. Yeah, we were basically just saying, "Hey, come at us, and we'll counter." 
And uh, I, the problem was when we did get the ball, like you said, there was just zero continuity between the middle third and the final third. I mean, we couldn't even get to the... Like, physically, we could not get to the final third. One of the things that I complained about a lot in the first leg, was, especially in the first half, is that we would get the, we would win the ball and we would play out to our wings in the final third and then we would be stuck. We wouldn't know what to do from there. We didn't even have that problem here because we couldn't even get the ball into that position. No. We would win the ball and the second we go forward we would instantly have to drop it back. I mean, how many times could you count us winning the ball, going forward, and then immediately playing yep. the ball back and working it back yep. around our back line? And they weren't even pressuring us that they, much. And the thing is, that, yeah, exactly. It wasn't even really yeah. due to their pressure. It was just the fact that we were not quick enough and precise enough to really be able to get numbers and get cohesive play going forward in the attacking third. I yeah. Mean, for the entire first half, and we really had nothing going. And our possession out of the back, I mean, well, I don't, I don't hate that play... You know, in general, we just weren't turning into anything. Yeah. Going going from a set block into a set block 11 on 11 was doing nothing for us, especially in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, America really condensed themselves into a block, and it was pretty easy to stop us by then. I mean, uh-huh. it what, like, here's the thing, too, is, like I said, they weren't pressing very high. They weren't, like, making us get rid of the ball. We would just run into one person and then turn around and play it backwards. Like, for zero reason. And then they would come up, bring a couple more guys, and all of a sudden we're hoofing it long and it's a 50-50 ball. Yeah, we Like, it was just pointless possession. I mean, we talk about possession with a purpose. Like, you hear that all the time to a point where it's kind of, like, like corny now. But, I mean, we had zero purpose with the ball I the entire that, first half. So, I think, I mean, obviously, okay, like, it's hard to put too much blame with any one person or position even or anything but I think our midfield they really did a good job of exposing our midfield because although I think we have a very strong midfield I think in this game like what you were saying is like they did a very good job of keeping us from really going forward and getting meaningful possession and instead pushing us back and when we did our midfield was not doing a good job of of recycling that and turning that into dangerous opportunities once Mm -hmm. once they got us pushed back that was like the end and so no matter what we did, you know, long balls hooking it forward or play, trying to play through the middle, I mean, we weren't really creating much once they'd set back into their block. And, I mean, I guess credit to Club America for playing good defense, but I think more that's on our midfield, I think I think more movement really yeah. is one of the, is, is a big thing. And I, we've talked about this a little bit in previous games, but this game was really, really exposed because... It looked like there were so many times where we really only had one, maybe two options, and most of those were either backwards or, um, you know, uh, like just square lateral balls. meaningless yeah, passes, yeah. yeah, square balls. And I mean, the we just we there wasn't any real meaningful connection through the midfield mm-hmm. once they were set into their block um, that we could use to break them down. That's not to say there wasn't space for it, though. I mean, it seems like there really, was acres of space like everywhere. Of space for a lot of this it's game. one of those things where, like, if you can just outrun and out-effort these guys, like, you can get a result. The problem is they know that, and they know that people literally can't do that. Especially, especially us Especially right now. at the altitude. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. The stadium is like, I mean, for a team that practices at that altitude and practices at that stadium... Home court advantage is always going to be huge for them. I mean, we yeah. knew that it was going to be. We knew it was going to be a lot harder going there than it was going for them to come to us. Yeah. Because I mean, not only because it's a home court for them in the city of Azteca, you know, but because of the altitude. I mean, no matter how good shape you're in, I mean, I I, I know from personal experience, you go to a place where you're you're at that level of altitude and it hits you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's just nothing. No matter how much you've been training, no matter how good shape you're in, you know, when you go up six, uh, 5,000 feet, you know, I mean, you're, you're just going to be feeling the altitude. Not to mention seven. I mean, yeah. we, it was pretty obvious too. I mean, these guys were just gassed. That's I mean, why, even, that's the only reason I'm not like really angry right now. I mean, like I can tell they tried. It's just that we could have tried a little yeah, better okay, in the I first don't, half. I don't want to blame the game on lack of effort. I mean, I don't think that's what yeah. it was. I think I think our guys tried, and it was a hard game. We always knew it was gonna be a hard game. It's just we didn't we didn't get the best, really. Of it, it Club America played well. They got us to play their game, um, and we did. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm I'm obviously upset. I'm obviously disappointed. But it is what it is. Um, Okay, anyway, so let's get down their, their, their first goals. Yeah, 
the first goal by uh, Vinyas. I mean, it. I mean, I can pull up the highlights so we can describe it more, but it really wasn't anything special. <laughs> exactly. There's really nothing to say. I mean, they got the. They had the ball on the a wing. BS. It was. It was we gave them too much time on the yeah. wing. Um, that's 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 the that's the one thing that I guess I, I really remember taking away from that is that they just had way too much time to cross it in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great a, cross, but at the same time, like that's one that Tui Loma should be eating up all day. The other thing is again, Tui Loma. If if um if we're not missing Zuparic in the mid in the at the center back position right there, is this goal does this go differently? Honestly, I don't know, because this is something I noticed when it happened, was America had four guys in the box, right? Uh-huh. And they're all pretty much crowding, like, the same, like, they kind of form a box around our two defenders, um, and it just gives them a ton of options. Like, even when this guy, I don't know who it is, tries to step, act like he's about to make a run, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it, sorry, it does matter. Like, it... Bravo is guarding no one at the back post. Yeah. Which, again, isn't necessarily his fault because you have so many dudes so close together in the box. But you do have to, like, step up and get well, in and cha- be able to about, challenge. Poor Tui Loma gets stuck here because he's stuck in between two Club America players. Here's the thing about being a weak side defender. Is that when you're when you're on the weak side, when you're playing outside back and you're the weak side defender, so you have you really have a choice to make, okay? So first of all, you have to read when when there's a cross coming in or when you think there's about to be a cross coming in, you have to read the attacking position and decide where you're best utilized. Because obviously your natural position is to be on the outside, but when a person a lot of times when there's a cross coming in, we can see there's a cross coming in, you have to you have to come inside. Mm-hmm. And when you're coming inside it's difficult because a lot of times the striker is being op- occupied by the far side center back, mm. which is like what it was here. You know, Tui Lama was kind of occupying their far side striker. But the problem is like what you were saying is that they have four guys in the box, yeah. you know, which is credit to Club America. You know, it really overloads their defense, makes it tough on them. So when you have a when you're in a spot like that, what what Bravo has to realize is that he's not worried about the ball that's going all the way across. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you see that where the ball is lifted up over the defense and it go- falls across to the guy, to the to the right winger. In this case, the ball's coming from the left side, so we come to the right winger, who's standing on the far side of the box. And in any case, first of all, it's not the end of the world if the ball does go to them. But especially now where there's really the right winger is pushed all the way up into the box, Bravo's job is to get goal side and to get in front mm. of a of a player. I mean, while I know it's not normally his job to to um to really like be you know goal side in front of a guy um even on the right shoulder of a guy coming in, when the ball's coming in from the left, he has to recognize that there's no one over his shoulder and then he has to tuck in. That said. I'm not going to blame Bravo on this goal because although I think that Bravo's positioning could have been better, it really wasn't ultimately his fault. Because even if he had been doing exactly what I was said, had been tucked in in the perfect spot and read the ball, the ball probably still wasn't going to get to him. Yeah. For for what I mean in this situation, I mean, it's a great ball in um, for whoever plays it in. But Tui Loma and Bravo, I mean... Again, like you were saying, it makes the fact that they have so many numbers in the box and so many different runs makes it difficult on our defenders. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, Tui Loma has to stay tighter to his man um, because he just isn't close enough, really. Yeah. I mean, he's just he just he lets him get too much space, and because Bravo is still on the far side, Bravo isn't really marking anybody, so it makes it really easy for him to slip in between. You know, and yeah, Linez with the great ball, by the way. Yeah, that's who it was, their left winger. So yeah, yeah I mean, also like zero pressure on the cross. Yeah, like, zero pressure on the cross. <laughs> it's I a mean, two. It's a two v one for them, and they're not even trying to make it that way. <laughs> like, yeah, they've just they been just, able to position themselves. That was better. that was a recurring theme. I feel like for Club America is they would get the ball in dangerous positions, and like while I felt like. Every time we had the ball in a decent spot, we would have to work to get something out of it. It almost seemed like it was it was easy. It was it came naturally for them yeah. to create a chance out of it out of a good spot. And I feel like perhaps I mean it's, it's really hard to say where that comes from, whether that's on the defense or the offense, because you could really go either way, you mm-hmm. know. 
But either way, I mean, it just seemed like they were much more comfortable once they got into good spots than we were. And um, they capitalized on it. Yeah. Anyway, the ball gets sent in. Um, who was that with the first goal? Was it, it was Vinas? Vinas? It was yeah. yeah. It's a good header by Vinas. Great header. Jeff Atnella is not going to save that. It's a great header. Yeah. So close in. He gets a lot of power on it. I mean, maybe if Jeff has uses his Jedi mind powers, he's able to figure out where that's going. But in, in all reality, I mean, he really has almost no chance of getting that. Can't yeah. blame him. Um, it's a great header. You know, good ball. They're up 1-0. You know, there's not really much to do about it. And at that point, like, technically speaking, I mean, it wasn't really the end of the world for us. I mean, yeah, we still it, only needed one goal. It was and funny because, like, at that point, obviously we were disappointed, but it didn't change the game at all, you know? Yeah, exactly. We, we still knew what we needed to do, and, like, it was the same thing. It didn't really change the game. We still needed a goal. We still need a goal. You know, if we get a goal, we're right back in it. Yeah. I mean... It, the it problem was, was we were creating nothing. That was the thing, yeah. Nothing at this stage. I mean, we couldn't do anything. The, the whole first Valeri, half, I mean, I'm having a hard time even thinking of, like... Valeri didn't complete a single long ball in this game. I'm, I'm, I mean, and I'm he like, had quite a few of them. I'm, like, struggling to even, like, think of, like, things to talk about in the first half. Because going yeah. forward, we really just had so little of any meaning. I mean, yeah. again, like, we would win the ball in a decent area, we'd go forward, and we would work it back around. And that was that was on the, that was assuming we didn't turn it over already. Not to mention, we only had 42% possession in the first half. Uh-huh. So, I mean, there wasn't a lot to work with to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I mean, they, they severely have possession. And it was too. slow possession, like you're saying, and we just, we could never figure out how to get anything going. Anyway. I Long mean, balls, whole team, 4 for 27 in the first half, 15%. Yeah. We, we did... Seventy-six I mean, percent passing. A lot of what we were talking about terrible. is that is that working that ball in deep, you know, playing. With, and but the thing is, this game it just wasn't working, and we yeah. just didn't really know what else to do. Yep, uh, one of seven crosses too in the first half, team wide. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we just weren't. I don't know. Anyway, let's it go on to the bad. second half. I mean, the, we had one the chance thing is, created in the first half. I, I really just can't even think of anything else to say about the first half. I mean, it was just so devoid yeah, of anything interesting from a Timbers perspective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. other than the goal, I mean, which they scored, which was nice. I mean, I, they had a couple of efforts from from deep. One, um, Adnella made a very nice save. Um, one was, you know, pretty. Yeah. I mean, I mean, really, they really it was just they had a couple of long efforts. Adnella did a solid job um, keeping them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, there really wasn't a lot to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, on to the second half. The second half started with a bang, though. That was fun. Second I mean, half did start with a bang. We didn't have to wait long for our first shot on target. And we didn't that have to wait fun. long for their first shot on target. <laughs> this is also true. Uh, we had a good look through uh, Felipe Mora. I mean, again, like we were saying, is like this is what Felipe Mora is good at. You know, he receives the ball, he makes a move. You know, he turns and he hits a shot. And the shot, I think the ball goes off the defender somewhere in there, but might, point yeah. still. I mean, that doesn't matter. We're playing in MLS for God's sake. Like we don't yeah. need it to be quality. And and honestly, I mean the shot by Mora. I mean, it's, it's top great. of the box. It's not very good. It's a pretty poor no. shot. Ochoa he slips as it he up. shoots it. Yeah. And again, I'm not I'm not going to say that he should be scoring that. It's a tough angle. It's a tough shot. He's got a man on him. He's falling down. Those are just the chances you have to create. Exactly. Like, you have to convert those chances if thing, you're like, ever going to win this Exactly. Match. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I. it's hard because on one hand, I really want to criticize Mora for not making more of that chance. But on the other hand, like... You re- normally, I wouldn't really expect him to score that. It's just against a team like Club America, those are the chances we have to take advantage of. Yeah. And it's difficult because, you know, to ask someone to, like, take advantage of chances like that, I mean, it's a tough chance for more. It really is. He, I mean, he really has to do a, He really has to put that right in the corner in order to get it by Ochoa. And especially falling down with a man on him, I mean, it's difficult. But again, in a game like this, that's me. what it takes. I mean, that's what it takes to win. A few seconds and, later on the other end, I was... Totally convinced that we were about to give up. Oh, I was, exactly. I was. I was sure we'd give up. Um, Leo Suarez. Uh, it just seemed perfect that we had our best chance of the match. And exactly. Then like, exactly. Twenty seconds later, they score on us. That just seemed like the most perfect way for the second half to start. Suarez has it on the right again. Cuts inside again. Uh, dances through a few guys. Let me see who that was. Uh, Bravo and Jimmy Char or yeah. Diego Char. Just he just Goes splits right him. 
draws both center backs to him. So now there's three dudes clustered around him at the edge of the Williamson six. Williamson is covering uh, the man at the top of the box. I think that's Vinyas who leaves the dummy, leaves it for, uh, I don't know who that is, Aguilar maybe, uh, Sanchez. I don't even know. If, no, I'm thinking of Aquino and not Sanchez. Okay, it was Sanchez. Uh, Sanchez shoots, great save by um, Jeff, and we continue. <laughs> and again, it's funny because Sanchez goes for another shot, so Sanchez takes it on his right, and he tries to curl it into the left side post. And Left side post, I mean, like, from someone who's facing the goal. Um, which is an interesting decision because although I get why he's going to that, it's where his momentum was taking him. As a righty who has tried to, like, take shots like that, it's a really difficult shot, and I think that he's much better served by either putting his laces through it or by going onto the right post, trying to hit it far post. Mm-hmm. Because when you're trying to hit into that near post like that with your right foot, what you're getting is this inside curve where you're hitting the ball at the goalkeeper and hoping it'll curve away from them fast enough. But it can't. It can't. Yeah, you don't have enough space. So even when you do have the space, it just it just makes it so much harder on you when you're shooting. Anyway... He gets it. He gets a decent strike, but Jeff does a good job getting in possession. Um, I don't think it was sort of the best decision for him for how to shoot it, but either way, it was a decent shot, and Jeff does a good job getting in front of it, keeps it in bounds, and uh, we get it clear. Yeah. Crisis um, another chance in the 53rd minute. Uh, Jimmy Chara had a shot from the top of the box. Diego had one top. earlier than that, yeah, too. Because this is one of those ones where it's like, it really is a good look. And his shot, the way he you hits have it, to take the shot. Yeah, if you have an open shot at this rate in this game, you got. You and got the to way take he the hits shot. it is actually, again, we're only down one goal in right, the series at this right point, now. Yeah, yeah, you score and we're tied. We're going to PKs. And the way he hits it is very nice. He gets the inside of his foot. He gets that nice connection where he's getting it to curl not only inside, but he's getting that downward curl, so it's coming in just under the crossbar. Unfortunately, he hits it right at Ochoa, a keeper of Ochoa's quality. Even though it's yeah, yeah. even though it's above him and coming at a weird angle, he's never gonna miss that. Yeah, pops it over the pops it over the goal. We get a corner out of it, but I mean, a, again, a keeper of Ochoa's quality is never gonna miss a save like that. If he gets it into the corner, that's probably a goal, but it's it's a tough one. Um, yeah, a couple minutes later, fifty fifth minute. <laughs> Uh, on the other end, uh, Leo Suarez has the ball on the right, cuts inside. Stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> um, he's coming right at Bravo, cuts inside. Bravo overcommits, so he cuts the you know he zigs then zags, gets Bravo to commit. Bravo recovers hits, really hits well. A, yeah, he hits him with one of those fake shots, cuts back onto his right away from goal. And I was actually when this happened, I was I was I was cheering on Bravo because I thought he did a really yeah good me job too. I said that's good defending exactly, when it happened. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, well, Bravo quite simply gets dragged down by Suarez. There's really no other way to put this. I mean, okay, listen. So I watched I know the replay. The reverse This is, this is the second penalty given away by Bravo. Suarez the hooks last, his arm and just drags him down. The last penalty that Bravo gave away, very clear penalty, very clearly Bravo's fault. We criticized him a lot on the podcast. This penalty, not his fault. It's a terrible call. This is an awful I, call. I just, I don't know what else to say about it. It's a terrible call. Bravo does his job. He overcommits, but he recovers really well. And Suarez hooks his arm. He hooks his arm and drags him to the ground. And it's the very, fact, very obvious. The fact that this goes to VAR and is still a Club America penalty, shocking. Because the entire Corruption. time, the second they call the penalty, I'm like, don't worry, they're going to go to VAR. Yeah, they're yeah. going to overturn it. This don't is worry why about we it. have it's VAR. Fine. This is all right. They're going to go to VAR. And then I see the VAR signal, and I'm like, okay, there we go. It's fine. They're going to VAR. They're going to watch it. They're going to understand what happened, and they're going to overturn it. And for whatever reason, and I just, I can't understand, I, I just can't understand what the referee saw. Because yeah. I, we must have been watching two, we must, there must have been some sort of weird portal where we were viewing alternate realities when he was looking at the screen. Because the screen that I saw was undeniably Suarez pulling Bravo to the ground, hooking his arm and pulling to the ground. Yeah. Undeniably not a penalty. Just no chance in a million that is a penalty. And also, somehow the ref goes to VAR and sees it otherwise. I, 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 there's not even words. I, I can't, I can't describe. If you require further proof, um, watch the highlight after um, Suarez gets pulled down and he hears the whistle. He's looking the other direction. He, he's disappointed. He thinks it's a foul on him. Yep. yep. And he. He does. You're right. He does. I didn't even <laughs> he goes notice like that. This. He yeah. sinks his head and he's like, "Oh, damn." 
And then he and realizes the penalty. The he realizes they gave him the foul. Then he's like, wait. <laughs> oh, let me just sit on the ground for a few more minutes here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's Bravo seeks to cut him off. Suarez is losing control of the ball. Hooks his arm and goes down. I mean, it's not a penalty. It's a, it's a horrendous call is what it is. I mean, there's there's nothing else to say. It's a horrendous call. Yeah. I mean. I agree. Um, yeah, although, I, I don't even know what else to say. It was a bad call. <laughs> yeah. Jeff should be saving this. Yeah. Um, that's what made it even more disappointing. Vigna steps up and takes it. Horrendous penalty. Not a good penalty. Reminds no. me of a penalty I took my senior year in high school where I... Um, don't I, look at me. I wasn't there. No, I know. I was I, I was trying to put the mind games on the keeper, and uh, I don't know why I was trying to do that. That's not my specialty. You end up doing it to yourself. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, I played yeah. the ball right on the ground. It goes it goes right through the keeper's hands, and at that point, you're like, you're thanking God you didn't miss, but you're like, at the same time, you're like, oh my God, how the hell did I get away with that one? Yeah. Like, that was a terrible take, and that was what Vinyas did. I mean, it was a terrible penalty. I mean, he... Yeah. Guaranteed, he's going back tonight, and he's 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 replaying that in his head, and he's like, "Whew, I got away with one there." Phew. It was a very yeah. poor penalty. Jeff goes the right way and just doesn't get the connection. I guess. I, mean, I guess, yeah. I, I could never. It really... looked like he was down quick enough. I don't know. It's it's hard to really say what exactly it was. He he just doesn't really get the connection with the mm-hmm. ball that he needs to to push it wide. Yeah. Again, it's hard to fault a keeper for not setting a penalty. They're very hard to say, very difficult on a keeper. But given the fact that he went the right way and the fact that the penalty was pretty weak, I hope Jeff would say. I hope yeah. Jeff would say that. Okay, uh, I got a little something for any of you math fiends out there. So just write this down and keep it in mind. Okay, penalty is conceded first, like it is the whistle first blows in the fifty-fifth minute. Okay. The VAR decision comes two minutes later in the 57th minute, and then the penalty is finally taken and scored in the 59th minute. Just, oh, oh, just, I, just I keep that in mind. We'll, we'll revisit this later. I see where you're going with this one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, in the 63rd minute, you, you don't have to write this down. In the 63rd minute... Uh, <laughs> I was wondering going for a second, and I was like, ah, oh, I see. Yeah. In the 63rd minute... Um, we had somehow an even more questionable penalty call. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's let's move on to our penalty because we got one. I understand how this happens. Jimmy stabs a ball, like pokes a ball through to Mora somehow. Mora's in on goal. He should just take one one touch and then blast the shot, which he does. It goes right at Ochoa. Um, and it's one of those where it at first, like in real time, it looks like he just shoots so hard that he like you know falls yeah yeah um but uh the referee saw otherwise and awarded a penalty <laughs> i mean okay if i'm being completely honest this this, this is a worse this call. is what i can only describe as a makeup call I yes mean, I, yes I, I i because because the defender yes mora takes it takes a touch takes a shot and it gets saved and yes he does gets get, deflected by the way the he shot does get hit on the follow-through and I guess I can see how that would be considered a foul, but really, in the box, you I see mean, that called listen, one out of one thousand times. If this maybe. were called, if this were Club America taking the shot and the Timbers defending, I would be oh. absolutely livid, screaming into the mic right now. Yeah, I would. And yeah. I, I can see how I they would call be a purchasing renters insurance. <laughs> I can see how they called it a foul. I understand why, because the follow-through does catch Mora. But frankly, I think the fact that this is called a penalty has got to be a makeup call. It's, it is a makeup I, call. I yeah. mean, I, I I don't see any other way that this is really called. Doesn't go to VAR. Uh, ball Valeri, goes to the spot. Valeri has a very good penalty. Valeri's penalty is beautiful. Yeah. Because Valeri, even though Ochoa goes the right way and gets a hand up, Ochoa... Shout out to Choa, by the way. He really does the best he could possibly do to get to this penalty. Yeah. I was pretty worried. But Valeri yeah, gets pretty- pace, he gets precision, and he gets height. Those, mm-hmm. those are the three things you need. If you get those on your penalty, it will never be saved. Yep. I mean, and Valeri really just hits a perfect penalty, gets the height, gets the power, gets the gets the precision. And, and shoot, gets, gets, we're right back where we were. We're right were. back into it, yeah. Game I mean, fucking on. I guess I, this is my podcast. I can curse. Game fucking on. Um... <laughs> The, we're right back in it, right? Shoot, exactly. this is two to one. We were just here. We've this got is twenty great. minutes left, and the thing is, the great thing at this point is we need one goal. We score one yeah. more. We're not going to extra time. We're winning. 
Yeah, ex- well, there is no extra time. Penalties. Right? Yeah, but yeah. Penalties were, were in true Concacaf fashion. Of there course. is no extra time, just Which, penalties. Sure, why not? Um, and then <laughs> the, the match effectively ends on <laughs> maybe the stupidest. Okay, so what? Hold on, sorry. One thing I want to say, right, is let's let's backtrack a little bit in our heads, right? The Timbers, the last time the Timbers conceded a goal from open play before this match was the first game of the year in Honduras. Oh my god, you're right, it's Marathon. Yeah. Every goal after that a lot away from set pieces. Every everything after that was all set pieces. And honestly, you can low-key count the first goal as a set piece. Okay, it yeah. was well, basically a set that, piece. That goal, was, while it wasn't a set piece, I see what you're saying. Because if, the you, first look at, goal, if you look at yeah, if you look at the angle from which that goal was scored, and the it had all the semblances of a set piece. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a set piece, I see what you're saying. Like, it was... Zero pressure on the ball. It was very much... It was... No, it was like negative. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have the excuse of having the referee, the referee make us put zero pressure on the ball. We just decided that we didn't need to pressure the ball for some reason. But but you're right. It wasn't very similar. It was basically a set piece. So, I mean, technically, like, I mean, yeah, obviously you have to be good defending set pieces. That is clearly something we have to improve on. But from the run of play, I mean, we've been doing, you know, pretty pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 70th minute, um, ball comes to Leo Suarez on the right wing. He cuts inside. On his left. On his left. Shot. Again, yeah, just totally shot. I don't know who could have predicted this. It completely caught me by surprise. I was like, I, I was like, oh, we got this. Then he cut on his left. I was like, huh? What? Onto his left? Yeah. No way. No way. What could we possibly do? Not get in front of him, apparently, is the answer, yeah. because he gets I mean, a shot off, and it goes all the way through to Bill Tuiloma before taking a deflection and just trickling past Jeff Adnell's hand. This this was, this was it. This the CONCACAF of all CONCACAFs. I mean, this was, the, I guess you could say the straw that broke the camel's back, but that almost seems like putting it oh, too Maybe lightly. Bravo I deflected mean, it. I, I think yeah, it, was it was Bravo. Bravo. Okay, that's oh, dude, that's so bad. Oh my god, there's seeing that again is even worse the second time. That I mean, here's the thing: is that bad. Suarez draws in Chara, and I mean, you expect maybe that he can get inside of Bravo, but once Chara's back, I don't know. I guess yeah. I, you just don't think he's really going to get inside of Chara like that, and he. I mean, I guess it's a nice move. I guess he gets it out quickly, gets it out of his feet, you know, puts it in a good spot for him to take the shot. And, I mean, I guess credit to him, but you just have to think that the Timbers should be doing better Yeah. in that spot. That's, I mean, that's pretty bad. I don't know. Anyway, the point Whatever. is, as far as the, the, the game off, felt like it was over by then, yeah. I think it's I safe mean, to say. And, of course, we turned we turned on our attacking power right after again, that. I want to say that I, I don't... It was a it was well played by Suarez. He does a good job. I mean, if he wants to get onto his left, he can scarcely do a better job than what he did. Yeah. You just have to think that I I would you just have to think that the Timbers should be doing a better job. Get, just keeping give off him the space thing. on the right. I mean, like, what is he gonna do with it? I mean, it's it, seriously. I mean, you I see know. this you see this a lot where it's like the difference. One of the main differences between teams that do really well defensively and teams that don't do defensively is if you watch their <laughs> game plan. They understand how different players are dangerous and mi- force them to play to the play to the places where they're not. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the biggest thing. Because I mean, if you're playing against a really good team that you know is going to create chances in the offensive third, what you have to do is make them make it difficult on themselves. Yeah. I mean, you against playing a team like Club America. You know they're going to get chances. They're a good team. They're a great team, even. And they're playing at home. You know they're going to create chances. The most important thing defensively is not making sure they don't get a single look at goal, because they're obviously going to. But it's making sure when they do get in those positions that we make it as tough for them as we can. And in this instance, we did not. Mm -hmm. And they punished us for it. They get a little lucky with the deflection, but, you know, that's how it goes. What What do we say all the time, though? When you get tired... 
First thing to go is your head. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You don't, you, you, you get tired, you dive in, you don't recognize that they want it on their left. And again, get, last, although, again, again uh, if you look at the last place, Suarez goes on to his right and gets a penalty. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does want it on his right. I Again, horrible call, horrible decision. But it's not... But, I don't know. But, but I mean, I guess... I okay, either way, I mean, we're down two goals at this point. We're just sending it. Jevo comes in for Espria and instantly elbows Diego Valeri in the face. <laughs> um, yeah, look at... <laughs> MLS moment of the match. I mean, yeah, that is a good one. Although Solari still didn't have his mask on. Right? No, like, I'm not dude, even, 120 I, minutes, or no, no, even, it's 180 minutes of wearing your mask upside down and nobody I don't even, tells I don't even you. feel like being MLS moment of the match right now. No, I don't. This do. is, it's just such a disappointing I mean, it didn't feel like recording a podcast either, but here yeah. we are. Um, God. Okay. Uh, do we need to go over what happens after this? Nothing I don't, happens I don't after really, this. Yeah, nothing. That's the, thing, that's the thing. Is that really? Well, we could try and go over what happens after this. Nothing really happens after this. I as far as hit the post, that's what happens. As far as hits the post, <laughs> after America, dribbling through our entire team, <laughs> Club America look like the better team. We create a couple of very, very half decent chances. And for those wondering why Zach McGraw was brought on, uh, let me shout out the Morrisonic podcast who shouted us out. Um, that I mean, this this was pretty predictable. I mean, for a team that can't really create anything, what do you rely on most? Set pieces. Who's good at banging in set pieces? Well, a- allegedly, a man from the army. Yeah. <laughs> Let, screw it. Let's just throw the kitchen sink at it. Um, I mean, shoot, he almost had a pair of headed goals last week. But. Yeah, I don't, I'm not mad at that. I, okay, I think the biggest takeaway from this game is that, and this is, I hate to say this, but I think that at this at this stage in Diego Valeri's career, oh boy, he cannot be the one guy that we can rely on to create for us. Oh, yeah, no, I agree with that. And although I think there's been times in his career, like in the MVP season and even a couple seasons surrounding that, where we really, we had the quality with Valeri, like, he was, that was the creativity that we needed. Yeah. And we had enough quality work to create, and when we were in a pickle, and we were in a jam, a <laughs> pickle, Jesus, how old am I? Um, uh, Diego Valeri was the guy who would, cre- who would create for us when we needed to, but now, I think, I think we need Blanco. I, I think oh, Valeri I think is too old, Blanco. I think he's too slow to really create enough when we're faltering, I mean, he did, it, it seems clear to me that he can't shoulder the load alone, mm-hmm. which is disappointing because we've seen a Diego Valeri that at his peak has been able to do that for us. And again, I mean, I'm not saying that we should expect that from him, but I'm saying at his peak, how many times did Diego Valeri bail us out? In situations where we really just couldn't hold, no one else could Or not create. even bail us out, just like do something crazy. Yeah. Like early in the yeah, game, that's, that's score true. a banger doesn't matter when it's scored you need a goal you need a goal like he'll create it um i got two questions for you uh-huh uh actually no i have one question you for have you. one question i have one me. question right. for you what year did sebastian blanco start playing for the timbers oh we're gonna be doing a quiz okay oh man the answer is 2017 okay larry won the mvp in 2017 I think that's a pretty clear indicator of what Sebastian Blanco means to this team. Um, no, I haven't done any more research into that. I mean, maybe the maybe it was a total coincidence, but I would like to think that uh, pretty much our two best players being on the field together will be a positive for this team. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's tough. We again, I every time every time that we take a break from a very detailed play-by-play analysis, I want to step back and I want to re- I want to reiterate the same exact thing, <laughs> which is that it was a tough game, you know, we didn't expect a lot. And I, I feel like I've already said that a million times and I was tempted to say it again. Yeah. And it's it's really because I just, I, I really don't even know what else to say. Because I feel like there's a lot of games where we can break down, and we do break down yeah. very specific plays and very specific tendencies and whatnot, and, and really pick apart why we lost or why we won or why we got the result we did. And with this game, it's so hard because yeah. first of all, I mean I mean we, we were very emotionally invested in this game and oh, I mean quite. We, were, yeah. we were both um 
how you say, uh, engaged, I guess. I was not inebriated during this match. Okay, I, I would just like to say, I had I a work inebriated. meeting right before. I was so inebriated I was... during this match. Um, wow. I'm just gonna, Bold. I'm just gonna... I'm Reese just is gonna 21, by the way. We never, we yeah, never said happy 21. birthday to you Yeah, I, I turned 21 in the last, um, oh man, it's been two weeks now? It's been two yeah, weeks, wow. wow. That's kind of nuts, That's actually. crazy. But like yeah, getting getting looks like your first taste of uh, alcohol got you, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Still yeah, no. still warming up to it. Are you sure we didn't do this bit on another podcast episode? I'm fairly certain we I did okay, this, we probably did. We may have done this bit before. Um, Either way, I'm 21 and I was um drunk during this game. So anything <laughs> that I say, take with a grain of salt. Um <laughs> if you disagree. Disagree, but yeah. uh, okay. Well, I, I think I think that I was still watching the game and so got but but if you disagree with what I saw, um just, just, just write it off as as Reese being drunk and uh, not seeing it clearly. I guess. Oh yeah, that must have been it. <laughs> um, okay, what's anyway. your what's your grade? Squad grade for this match? Oh, man, see, this is another tough one. <laughs> I'm giving them a B minus. See, you get yeah. a B minus. You tried. You I'm tried. Gonna, I'm gonna give them a C. Okay. Again, that's fair. Obviously, oh. I feel like this is almost—it's almost mandated that I give them like at least two points lower than what you gave them. We've established. I mean, that. usually it's one, but I don't know. I feel like again, I I can't say that I think that we really should have done a lot better, but I can say that I hoped for a lot more. Yeah, and I mean, again, I listen it. I'm not an ex. I'm not a professional soccer commentator. I'm not a professional soccer analyst. I'm a Timbers fan, and I like to think that I have some decent insights from now and again. But mostly, first and foremost, I'm a Timbers fan, and I'm disappointed. I mean, I don't even. I'm a Timbers I, fan. I'm disappointed. I'm a Timbers fan, and I'm sad right now. I mean, oh wait, I'm sorry. To, to get too sorry. much more, I mean, that's that's how I'm feeling right now. You only get this kind of shot so often. Yeah. Because it's such an important, it's such a big game for us. It really is, and it's not for them. It's not for them. That's what's so. That's what's so <laughs> it's disappointing. It's, it's not so for them. disappointing. Club America. This is just publicly. Like, their players have like said that they don't care about this competition. <laughs> like they, they just don't like it because it's messing with their schedule. Which, by the way, I mean, America played on Sunday night, so it wasn't like. They had, I mean, they they've had some rotation going yeah, on. Yeah, we had the we had the rest advantage. Differences, they actually <sighs> won the game where they rested their their starters. Whereas well, they we, didn't they didn't rest a ton of guys, but whereas uh, our game of rest was uh, <laughs> they beat um, Pumas. They played Pumas. Yeah. They beat Pumas one 0 and we I'm lost sorry, what, to what, FC what? Dallas four <laughs> one. What is the what is the precursor Pumas? It's you you know. Unam. Unam. It stands for... I always forget that. I'm, I'm going to Google it right now. Some live research. Pumas Unam, because I keep United. forgetting this. It's, no, it's Universitario. It's Universidad Nacional. Um, Club Universidad Nacional. AM? Amer- America, maybe? America? That sounds right. Doesn't matter. Would, okay. Anyway, um, whatever. I forgot. I, I forgot about my counting exercise. So let me get back to that real quick. Oh, so yeah. I, I hope you still have your numbers down from earlier, right? <laughs> 55, 57, and 59. So from if we subtract the lower number, 55, from the greater number, 59, we get 4. I believe I, I got that right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you. You're better at math than I am. Um so that right there took four minutes, that whole penalty ordeal, the first uh-huh. one. The second one also took, you know, an amount of time, um, a non-zero amount of time, probably about one or two minutes because there was no VAR. Uh, we had many, many injuries, including the one to Larry and the one to Espria. That was just our team. And, and then, of course, you counted subs, out-of-bounds, corner kicks. Subs, out-of-bounds, the, the, the regular time-wasting that was going on from America, although it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. Um, either way, you so would expect to get, like, we were talking about it before it happened. We were like, okay, probably like five minutes, Yeah, right? I, Five we, seems we, reasonable. We probably, five. We thought we were like... Six Any is a more than ambitious. five seems yeah. excessive because you really just don't see more than that very often. But, but I mean, five there's a excessive. lot of time. We have a hard time. I have a hard time that it's gonna be less than that. But three, three minutes. I mean, listen, it didn't matter. No, it three, didn't matter. But shit. like we said, I'm we sorry. want to complain holy as shit. much as we horrible, can. horrible. I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah. I mean, three minutes was just didn't make any sense. I think I think we'll um, end it with the. Oh no! Wait, no, we have to do man of the match. Who's your man of the match? Mine was Jeff. Man of the match. Oh. I mean, I don't know if you checked the ratings, by the way, but I somehow Mora was like our highest yeah, rated player. I did. I did check the ratings. I've been. I've honestly. Sofa score, I mean, has been. I've lost a lot of credit. I've had a lot. I've lost a lot of credit. Any of you guys watched the? Ton to begin with. Any of you guys who watched the Champions League, the European one earlier today, they gave Kai the Havertz a six point two. Um, which, by the way, shout out Christian Pulisic, who's a fucking god. By the way, <laughs> who's going to be winning no, the Champions Mane. League? No, he's modern. He's canceled. Oh, whoops. Well, he's American though, so that's as good as we get. Yeah. I think and, Holland is too. Kind of a lot of people are, surprisingly. Uh, anyway, yeah. point is Kai Havertz, 6.21 sofa score. Great game, though. Played really, really well. and uh, 6.3. Okay, Definitely played better than Timo, who got an 8. Yeah, I, Kai Havertz had a great game. A lot of chance created. Missed one big one. Missed but... three big ones, according to okay, sofa Okay, all right. Three. So, see, again, I was thinking about sofa score. I mean... Whatever. I thought I thought he played terrible, to be honest. But I disagree. Admittedly, listen, I was two not of the watching big very chances closely. He missed were ones that he hit off the crossbar. One was finished by Werner. One was off of a header that went over. That was a really difficult shot. The other one was kind of a bad miss. It was a good save by Courtois. Okay, but who's your man of the match? Anyway, me? point is, Sofa score isn't always the best. Um, man, that's a tension. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I guess. God, I just. <laughs> this is difficult because I I just hate to say it. There well. really wasn't anyone. Well. I only chose Jeff because he had I don't a few wanna, saves. I don't want really to. I, I I'm not. I don't want to hate on my boys because I don't think that. I think that a lot of them didn't play terrible. But I'm having a hard time choosing anyone who I really think played well. Yeah. And I guess I mean I I think Chara Williamson? Diego Chara played okay. Williamson definitely was much improved from the first leg, but was not True. necessarily very good overall. Valeri had his moments. Espria did oh, nothing. Oh, Loma was our highest rated player. My bad. You want to give it to him? I don't want to give it to Tim. No. Bill. How 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 is Tim Loma <laughs> highest player? I mean, again, Sofa score. What the hell? I mean, no, that's Tui Loma. I don't think he played terrible. Also, but... while while you were taking your second bathroom break during the game, Tui Loma had a nice, crispy sliding challenge in the center circle. Oh, really? That probably could have been a red card, but was a nice, <laughs> a nice yellow card instead. It was right after they scored their penalty, or was it one of their other goals? Um, I can't find it. I don't know. I don't care. Um, right. Well, anyway, um, it was right after their penalty. Yeah. The 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 the, the, the thing you take away there is that I had multiple bathroom breaks in the game. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Who's your man of the match? Man of the match. <laughs> just pick one. It doesn't on. matter. I guess honestly, honestly, I'm gonna give it to Jeff. You're right. Okay. Because although I think that the penalty he didn't do very well on, I think he did very well in a number of other ways earlier in the game, keeping us in the match. And really, more than anything, I think that just speaks to the fact that I really can't choose an outfield player who I thought really made a difference in the game, which is really disappointing. Yeah. And again, I'm not going to say that Jeff had a bad game. I think he played well, despite the penalty. The other ones he didn't really have anything to do about. But I mean, I yeah. really, I just can't, I, I can't pick an outfield player who I think really had an impact on the game in a positive way. Which is disappointing. This is the first. This is the first time that I've really felt like that this season. Mm-hmm. Um, even in games that we've lost, I've always felt like there's at least someone who I can go go to and who I think played very well and had a good impact. And I just don't feel like that this game. And no one on the defensive end who I felt really anchored us. So Reddit says Jeff, if not him, Jebo, just because he got back on the field. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um. Oh, we did actually get some good news today, uh, other than the Blazers winning, which was fun. Um, <clears throat> uh, the Timbers will have will continue to have supporters in Providence Park. Yeah, um, yeah, I saw that. Thanks cool. in part to the Blazers, actually. Yeah, shout uh, out Dave for, right? for raising a fuss. Yeah, on yeah. Twitter, uh, Damon CJ, which uh, we need to start making this a seg- segment. Hashtag Get Reese on Twitter. Um, oh, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I'm on Twitter. No, like- you're not. I'm on t- I go on Twitter like once every few days, and then I just try to catch up on people. I'm are addicted saying. to Twitter. I'm all over that. Dude, show. I will say that sometimes when there's drama, I hop on. Tw- I hop on the double post Twitter, and I and I and I scroll through. Oh yeah, like like the Jim Beglin stuff yesterday. 
Oh yeah, I was all over that just because. Lo- love the I nothing, love the controversy. I had, nothing, I had nothing better to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Uh, do yeah. we have anything else to do? Um. We, we oh can, maybe we some can, other MLS we can stuff. we can link my private Twitter to the uh, to the MLS account, but be ready for a, one post every four months. Just change your usernames first. Throw a profile picture, then you're good. Profile picture, pro. What do you? You're asking the world of me here. Okay. I agree. All right. Um. Uh. Also, Monterey thrashed uh Columbus yeah. today after I, Columbus I should have to, won the I first I wanted to leg. avoid talking about that. <laughs> That's why I'm just mentioning. If we're gonna it. talk about any other game other than our game, let's talk about the fact that Christian Pulisic. Is a big part of Chelsea going to the Champions League final. That's Shout true. out America. That is true. Hell yes. That that was really fun. That was awesome. Also, that was um, awesome. I don't know why I didn't start, but I guess I guess I believe in Thomas Tuchel because he seems to be getting everything right recently. This is and, true. And he got it right again today because Pulisic came off the bench. It was great. Um, it's so exciting. Okay, I'm sorry. I, 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 no, I, you're good. I didn't rant about this for a second because the Timbers game was such a bummer. I need to talk about something that, that pleases me. Oh, yes. The, the fact that American soccer... Is doing well. It makes me so happy, and it's not even because I'm one of those people that really roots for American sports in general. Because oh I yeah, no, we don't care about America. I no. I'm not a patriotic person. I'm not a nationalistic person. I have really no like positive thing about <laughs> America in general. But what I do what I do love is the fact that American soccer, the awareness is being raised and. The aspirations of the American soccer playing is being raised. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The expectations, and I think this is going to be huge for American soccer. And as someone who grew up playing soccer in America, this makes me really happy. The fact that American soccer is finally starting to produce really quality mm-hmm. players, and it's starting to be recognized, and the aspirations are starting to go up. Young Americans are starting to have role models in the soccer world mm-hmm. who they can look up to, and I think that's great. And even though I don't necessarily care about you know America, the flag, or you know American exceptionalism, or whatever. I love the fact that people who grow up in America playing soccer are going to have this to be able. Uh, people who are really good are this is they're going to be able to benefit from this. And True. American soccer in general is going to be benefit from this. It's going to benefit me for watching it, you know, because American soccer is going to get better. It's going to be more fun to watch, and I'm excited. I feel similar about MLS overall, actually, even though none of the guys you are talking about were just in MLS. <laughs> I mean, in general, I feel good about the direction of the league. Uh, with the national team, though, the one thing I'm kind of scared about is the same thing I'm scared about with MLS. Can you beat Mexico? Yes. Okay. Okay. I will say that although the Timbers did not, and MLS teams in general did not prove a great propensity for beating Mexican teams Ooh, in the propensity. league, I do believe that our national team is going to be fucking different. Apologies for the curse words. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for our national team. I think we have a lot of players that I'm really excited about. And I'm really excited of Christian getting back to form. Because I don't know about... True. I'm assuming that a lot of you guys are feeling the same. Christian was like... When he comes to the US MNT, was kind of my first love, you know? He was my first like celebrity crush, if you will. You know, before we had oh Gio Reyna and Sergio Dest and Weston McKinney and Tyler Adams, you know, we had Christian Pulisic. And he was kind of, he's kind of what, like, opened me up to the idea that we could actually have Americans who would be elite world-class players playing on top teams. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that he's back to, it's back to where we were all hoping he'd be at, which is what it seems like right now, because he's playing amazing, he's had a mm-hmm. great run of games, makes me very happy. And, mm-hmm. and I'm choosing to try to focus on that a little more than on the fact that the Timbers and all of their MLS teams really got spanked today and yesterday. Yeah. So, Jake, shut up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jake are outside. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, we got some MLS action this weekend. Little LA Derby. Little uh, Cascadia Derby. Which, by the way, thanks schedule makers. I mean, I know this is like all kind of cobbled together at this point, but I mean, playing Seattle after who, by the way, is the best team in the league right now. What, right what after the hell? Why are they the best is... team? This sucks, man. Why are they? This is what we said in our, pre, in our season every preview. Year, every man. year, we're every like, year. they got worse every year. Oh, my God, they're somehow better. It, oh, my God. They have Brad Smith scoring goals for them. If you don't know who that is, he is a bald right back. I mean, I don't guys, think... bro, the dude looks like he's like the Alex Caruso of the MLS. Honestly. Um, Rui Diaz. I'll I do swear. it. I... Uh, 
Chris Armas facing his former club. That'll in Red Bulls in Toronto. Check that out. Chicago Philly should be good. RSL San Jose might be interesting. Yeah, I don't know anyway, anything else. Let's I get mean, out of here. Yeah, I think let's get out. I mean, before my neighbors like call cops for, on us for being yeah, too my, loud. Yeah, my roommates are outside screaming in the window. Um, I mean, it's a disappointing game for us Timbers fans. The no way around that. But hey, beat Seattle and all is forgiven. Honestly, like wow. I, I really don't care about CCL as much as I care about beating Seattle. I know that sounds well. No, no, no I want to play. I want to play oh, the people. I regret I want to play. In the, I want to play in the Club World Cup so bad. If the Timbers oh, play we... in the Club World Cup in my lifetime, I will die happy. <laughs> That's all I want. Okay. Um, I want. I want us to play in the Club World Cup. We have just and this is disappointing. In... This this sucks. It sucks. I'm... Yeah, it sucks. And but... we, we just cracked an hour, so let's just leave We cracked an hour? Jesus. How are we cracking an yeah, hour? Yeah, I know. You said you were only going to take 20 minutes. I, said I, was gonna, I thought I was only going to take 20 minutes. I was like, I have nothing to say about this game. I'm so mad. Let's just get in 20 minutes and get out. You know what we said, though? Every single time, no matter how long we say it's going to be, <laughs> it's an hour. It's going over an hour. It's going time. over an hour every time. Unbelievable. We'll see. Maybe we'll get better as we do this. Probably I wonder, not. I, feel I like wonder if like, I'm even saying anything or if I'm just like subconsciously rambling because I my mind thinks we need to get to an hour. All right. Well, let's continue rambling as we cut the mic off. Um, <laughs> end of the day, uh, good sweating and go Timbers. Yeah, go Timbers.